Hey, Mickey, how's the lasagna? It's delicious, and it's burnt the roof of my mouth. Oh, okay. Because I cannot afford the time to let it cool before eating it. I mean, that's that's a danger with lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it really traps heat in there, too. So, so next time, I'll, I'll start cooking it around noon. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you could just thaw it before you start cooking it. The instructions don't say to do that. Do they say not to do that? What is it? It says to place a frozen. Was it one of the Stouffer's ones? Um, Mickey. Wow, that's that's a new that's a new one. Ain't Mira. a design. No. Huh. I think I'd almost rather have the Cyloning because I at least can't sometimes make out what he's saying. Now this is just. Um. Like Mickey, beat... try unplugging. It sounds like he's trying to beatbox. <laughs> no. Hi. Hello? Okay, you're back. No. Well, no, you're, you're back. back. <laughs> you're back. We we never left. We never I left. Think, I don't think y'all are aware of how much the world revolves around me instead of you. You know, that's a good point. None of you have ever spent time with Mickey, so you wouldn't really get that. <laughs> this is Superhero Time. With XV. And then I put it in him. Hey, Mickey. Yeah, droopy water weenie girl. Paladin. <laughs> Ken. Anyway... Furries? And Fort Max. Sure, let's go with that. Oh, well, there goes Mickey again, just as I was starting the show. Shit. Huh. <laughs> Is it too late to learn Morse code? <laughs> <laughs> Tap once for yes, twice for no... And three times for for screw you. <laughs> What's the code for your mom? Four, four times. Five times. Five times. Oh, for a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Mickey's coming back. Long night. Yeah, and you're not even staying for the Star Trek podcast. So, um, Paladin. Yes. In terms of things that aren't that Heisei Damashi, what's in the news while we wait for Mickey to, you know, sort things out? Very, very little that is interesting, I'm, I'm sorry to say. Uh-huh. Let's see. Complete Selection Modification has announced the Dark Kabuto Zector. Hey, Mickey, how you doing? Oh, I see. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Is your microphone plugged in? I, I'm a little concerned. I'm actually very concerned. Has Skype chosen the right microphone? Well, it must have since we wouldn't have heard Mickey at all otherwise. Did Skynet come for him? <laughs> I would more assume it's something to do with a USB port. Hello? Hi. Hi. Okay, let's go as quickly as possible then. Did you change <laughs> USB ports? I don't have one to change to. Don't you have, like, a whole USB hub? It died. Again? 
I haven't replaced it since it died. Great. Ah, Max. Yeah. Well, I guess if all else fails, you could just go steal David's laptop or something. Yeah, or Ben's laptop. I think it's got Skype on it. I don't know, I'll just use my Vita to Skype. Can you do that? Uh, you could, but the app is gone now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you could download Skype to your phone for that matter, but, you know, I don't think your phone has a place to plug in your USB headset. It does not. So, you know, problems. Problems like not starting the podcast. Oh, no, we've already started. Uh, I forgot what Paladin was talking about. It probably wasn't important, but... Um... Oh, okay. Well, it was the news, so... Like oh, so said... boring. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dark Kabuto Zector. Ooh. Yeah, I can't say I really care Game that much about the... Picks. I can't say I really care about the uh, complete selection uh, Kabuto oh. stuff at all. Nah. Like, it's a nice-looking belt, but as far as the toy goes, it's not like they can really do anything more with that. No. Oh, did Mickey go out again? Pretty sure. Must have been some bad cows in that lasagna. But, Paladin, do you even put cows in lasagna? Parts of them. I thought it was, you know, pork sausage. It could be beef. I mean, it depends. It could be, but in a frozen lasagna, I'm going to assume it's the cheaper thing, which is pork. Probably. Yeah. Okay, so I've unplugged my speakers to try a different USB port. Okay. okay. Can you still hear us then? Yeah, I know. Because that would be kind of hilarious if you unplugged your speakers and couldn't hear us just so you could talk to us <laughs> and not really be able to interact with the show. About as much as they usually do. <laughs> I mean, he makes a good point. Yeah. I suppose so. Look, what's really important is that you're, you know, functional for when we do Star Trek in a little while. Well, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but that's when the one beep for yes, two beeps for no would really be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, at I, least communicate that much. I can't really argue with that. <laughs> Let's see, news, news. Okay, we still don't know anything about it, but apparently Garo Makai Retsudan begins on April 8th and will have 13 episodes. Didn't we talk about this last week? I don't think we had the episode count we had... last week. Oh, okay. And immediately after that, on July 8th, assuming no interruptions or whatever, will be the beginning of Zero Dragon Blood. Oh, so instead of... So they're, basically, they're, they're still, you know, securing a 26-episode slot. Slot, I guess, but they're just splitting it into two series. Apparently. Which is weird. If the anthology series is just 13 episodes, I'm going to assume it's not going to really have new content. Which is also unfortunate. We'll see! <laughs> they're, they're still super vague about it. I know, that's the worrying part, isn't it? I uh-huh. assume it's going to be old episodes with uh, new in- with new narrations off by Zeruba. I, I can see that. I mean, the Makinet Space Cube? I mean, Garo has, a, has so many like one-shot episodes, it would not be hard to do. The Makai Space Cube? Yes. <laughs> Or Garo betrayed. Yeah, <laughs> that would be entertaining, actually. <laughs> Do like a pop-up video version of Garo. <laughs> it's just Garo pop-up popping video. up into a corner. <laughs> what, Mickey? What, Mickey? 
Oh. <laughs> I heard him say. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah. More than kind of. More than kind of. I mean, I Have you it's... tried getting a real computer? Yes, Fort Max. That's, that's exactly what we need right now. <laughs> yes. Now, at this point, I'm wondering if it's, you know, the headset itself that's going bad or what. Yeah. Hmm. Well, looks like we lost him for tonight. Yeah, it kind of seems that way. Uh, I guess I should probably eventually tell Scott we're not doing Star Trek then. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, you got an hour. How long are we going to keep putting that Deep Space Nine episode <laughs> off? Apparently forever, Fort Max. Sins of the Father might be the last episode of that one episode of Star Trek, at the rate things are going. Uh, okay. Any other news, or can I just laugh at, dark, uh, at Deep Spectre? Yeah, let's laugh at Deep Spectre, because that's certainly that's... stupid. Oh, God. Yes. Like... Because what the hell happened to the suit budget in this series? It start. Well, I mean, they're using the budget. They're just not using it well. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the designs? And you'll I notice mean, they recycled the weapon from Ghost Second Form. Uh huh. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. Ghost continues to depress me. And Ghost himself apparently still has one more form on the horizon. Yeah. Oh, you mean Infinity? <laughs> Wait, is it called Infinity? Wait, didn't they... The official name, according to the listings, is Mugendamashi, which means Infinity. I guess it doesn't count if it's not in the same language, huh? I guess not. Right. Christ. Yeah. <sighs> this is a weird series. That's one way of putting it. Mm-hmm. And, well, we still have Heisei Damashi to look at. Okay, right. now, now let me actually look at this. As the last part of the anniversary movies posted to YouTube or released direct to DVD. Wait. What the... <laughs> Rider 1? <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not the Heisei Damashi. I know, but that's the four... That's the one that looks the silliest, I think. Oh, no. Heisei Damashi is much worse. Is it? Writer 1's just lazy. Well, that's true. Yeah. Too much playing it's Sega Saturn. It's not even an actual hoodie. It's just the hood and the scarf. Yep. Uh-huh. So, hey, it's... It has the symbols for Gaim driving Ghost on it. Or does it have all their symbols? And that's just ones I can see in that picture. I'm sure it has all of them somewhere. Because that's what the same thing Grateful does with the Ghost Zone souls. Oh, okay. So who got relegated to the ass? Probably Spectre. Hibiki. I was hoping to be like Wizard. <laughs> that would seem appropriate enough. Kiva. No, Wizard and Kiva, one for each cheek. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, at least it's... And... Hmm? and back to Garo, there's another new figure art coming, featuring Ryuga at the end of his golden shower. Oh, no, no, this is, um, for... 
that's um, from the end of um, the end of where he actually got the uh, gold armor back because he had a different armor in um, Goldstorm. So he's had more than one golden shower. It's got it. had a couple. I can't help but notice Mickey's still connected. <laughs> he is. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Just forgot something somewhere. I Again, no. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, oh. Maybe he'll be back later. Worth a try. Anyway, <laughs> here is the first suit image of Wild Duo King. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> I feel so sorry for that actor. Yeah, it's not exactly their best work, even by this show's quote-unquote I mean, it looks much better than the toy. Hello? Mickey? I heard a pop. I've been hearing that all night. Yeah, Wild Geo King looks like he's wearing a poncho. Like, that that's what I see with the... I really color. don't like these, these suits or these zords. I think it would make her fine. The suits, anyway. The suits are fine. Pal, then maybe you're the one with the problem. Maybe. I can never rule that out. Hmm. We also did get an image of Birdman's human form this week for Juoger, but that might be a spoiler, so I won't link to that if anyone wants. No, I've seen it, but... It might Is it just Kaiser? <laughs> uh, yes. Wait, seriously? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Is he going to... Does he look all smug? Like he's about to... Like I said Kaiser, go. didn't I? <laughs> and he's wearing goggles. So he's a Digimon character as well. <laughs> or just some pretentious steampunk fuck. So a Digimon character. <laughs> no. No. Um, do we have anything else in the news? It doesn't look like it, to be honest. I'm looking around, but it's worth pointing out Dino Charge is back on hiatus. Well, yeah. Of course. Although it's possible, according to some mention from Saban reps, that this hiatus might be ending sooner than last time. Mm. So five months instead of four, instead of six. Well, didn't it come back in August last year? Yes. Briefly. <laughs> of course, France will probably get it before anything else. Well, yeah. is unfortunate because based on current speculation it's possible the Silver Ranger will first appear in episode 10. <laughs> yes, and the spoilers will be all over Twitter unavoidably. Again. Yep. <sighs> Fantastic. That's this night, all right. <laughs> well, look on the bright side, it'll probably be over sooner. Eh. <laughs> Maybe. For you. <laughs> hmm? Was that a threat? 
No, it's more like we still have two summaries to do. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a shame Mickey won't be here for the uh, Dino Charge episode. I imagine he must have loved this one. And he's still connected. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. Maybe he just got disgusted and walked away from the computer. Sounds like what I would do. <laughs> Mickey! I, I don't think I don't think he can hear you, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite calls into the void. <laughs> the void does not answer back. <laughs> What if the void does answer back? <laughs> what do you do then? Ask how its day has been? <laughs> I mean, it's just polite. Yep, this is turning into a real shitty episode. Even by our quote-unquote standards. Are we going to strike another news section from canon? <laughs> <laughs> Because there's nothing to talk about in it. <laughs> no, there's not. Not unless anyone cares about Voltron. Give, let me actually see some of the actual show, and maybe I will, because the creative team is actually decent, so... There's artwork in a mini-trailer online. Yeah, they look like they've actually seen an anime, so... <laughs> that might actually help. Well, Mickey disconnected, finally. Yay? Yay. <laughs> Have you told Scott yet? I tweeted at him. That's about all I can do. Maybe Mickey will just run out to Walmart and buy a new headset. While sure. We <laughs> Absolutely. I, we, we should stake our show on that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, hey, how about some Jew-Oger? Uh, Ken, sure. you're it. Okay. Let's see here. Last time we left McGilla Gorilla. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just do that for the entire summary. <laughs> no. Uh, or maybe not. <laughs> Come on, Paladin, follow suit. Be a good. Uh... Wow. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, maybe it's time to retire. Superhero time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh god. <laughs> well, Dino Charge is going again, so. Okay. But we still have Juoger. Yes. Um. So anyway, uh, Yamato got um, uh, Larry's human power, and you know, got an inflatable rubber suit. But uh... <laughs> it's not inflatable. It's full of foam. Had to inflate it first, put it in there. <laughs> uh, it does look kind of balloonish. 
No. It's no Stronger's vest, though. No, that looks balloonish. Yeah. Uh, that's true. So, anyhow, um, they can't find Larry at his, um, rant, uh, his, at his shack. While, meanwhile... Not uh, only can they not find him, all his stuff is gone. Yes. Uh, Which means there are no socks for Tusk to sniff and track him down. <laughs> ah, see, Larry thought ahead. Yes. Uh, Cuba Clifter's uh, pieces are all over the place at night, and they begin to reform. Shocking. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Hmm. Well, you didn't think they would kill off a general in episode 5? No, I believe that's exactly what I said last week, too. <laughs> uh, next day, uh, Satanic Pudgy Pig is back and eating buildings. And uh, presumably everybody inside the buildings. Right. <laughs> we have we have to keep up the presumption of death toll. Yeah, I mean, sometimes in Sentai you see people like running out of places or running away, and you can assume... Then other ones, you just had the minions stabbing people and throwing them off buildings like they did in Shinkinger. <laughs> yeah. Blowing up the cars while they're in them, also like uh-huh. Shinkinger. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, the uh, arrive, and they remember, oh, wait, we forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that callback. Uh, but, yeah, um, what is it? What's his name? Azald? Good enough. Cubics. Well, Robots cub- for everybody. <laughs> yes, okay. Cubics arrives. <laughs> and, you know, he can always put himself back together, which is going to make killing him kind of a bitch, probably. Oh, well, they'll figure something out. I'm sure. I'm sure there's just one, like, central cube. That they have to destroy. Yeah. His brain cube. Or something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he found it's his... It's the one that flashes when he's broken apart. Yeah. So, like, he found this missing player, so, you know, his job's over. He tags in Satanic Pudgy Pig, and the Rangers transform. And they don't do anything effective at all, and he ends up escaping after chewing up half of another building and almost dropping it on them. So they actually go searching for survivors, which, you know... To them. Seems like a lost cause. Uh, but they find Larry hauling a young girl out, and we, who we can um, only <laughs> um... <laughs> is this is what happened. Uh, who we can only presume now is an orphan. Called Doctor Ho. <laughs> who? Oh, that's who. That was way too late. Well, it's superhero time. We don't know the meaning of comedic timing. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> However, while he start, well, um, so Larry's looking a little um, gray, actually. He's a silverback now. Yes, he is. And it's surprised that the girl actually thanks him for saving her. Well, everybody else is wondering why, how he aged fifty years. Uh, back at Yamada's place, they have to stash Uncle in a side room. <laughs> as if it's he, a giant as, chicken. <laughs> as, if he, as if he were the livestock. Then <laughs> it's all gorilla of Yamato, but no, no. Just never mind. Just go in there and do chicken. Go time. in there through the door that you can clearly see through. It, yes. Well, he doesn't peek back out, so. 
<laughs> Maybe they should uh, just bring him in on the secret because it's kind of, you know. At this point, yes. They're petting is way too much. It's a little pointless. Um, Larry tries to claim he hadn't dyed his hair. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and Yamato believes him. Yeah, he just does. But Tuss sees right through it. Proving that he is the Hikari of the series. <laughs> uh, but he explains that since he gave uh, Yamato uh, some of his power, that his lifespan was shortened. So Yamato being Yamato immediately tries to give it back, but that doesn't quite work. Oops. Now, of course, he phrases it like, well, I stole some of his life force. I'm like, no, dude, you were unconscious. <laughs> he gave it willingly. I was, you know. But, you know. Well, you know, if he was unconscious, Yamato couldn't really consent to it. I suppose. Yeah. But, you know, Yamato's a bit of a bleeding heart, so. Oh, so are you victim blaming now? <laughs> wow. Uh, but no, I, I do appreciate that he is, you know, conscious of stakes around him. And not just, you know, barreling headfirst at everything and not really thinking about it. Even if he is kind of stupid, he is at least thoughtful. You know, it's got to hit a nature lover heart that he's contributing to the death of an, of an endangered species. <laughs> well, now you don't know that back in uh, Jewland or wherever, you know, there could be millions of gorilla people. Could be. But not here. No, but just because there's not a local population doesn't make them actually endangered. Uh, yeah. And plus, they aren't indigenous to that area anyway. Right. It's like saying that, uh, you know, something in a zoo is an endangered species because they only have three of them. <laughs> like those pandas. Uh, so anyway, they sense uh, the monster arriving again, and... Well, they decide... And Sailor's about to call Yamato, but Amu tells her no. presume that they figure he has to sulk on his own for a little while. Gotta make the episode take longer. Well, gotta make it take at least 20 minutes. Right, longer. <laughs> so, uh, Larry finds Yamato sulking by a lake. Doing his best Keanu Reeves impression. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a best Keanu Reeves impression? It's just more, you know, that meme of him sitting on the bench. <laughs> right, but wouldn't doing the best Keanu Reeves also be doing the worst Keanu Reeves? Well, yes, they go kind of hand in hand. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, so you know, they have a little talk, and Yamato's wondering if it would have been, been better if he just, you know, if Larry had just remained, you know, afraid and racist his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, obviously it frames it in a different context. It wouldn't be better for you to just sit in your hut and be an isolationist forever. Yes. Unable to form bonds with anybody outside your own home. Uh-huh. But, you know, to uh, Larry's credit, he's able to talk some sense into Yamato and point out the fact that, oh yeah, by the way, there's a monster over there trying to murder your friends. Maybe you should do something about that before he also murders more innocent people. Hello? Alright, I'm on the laptop now. Hello! Well, let's see if this lasts or if we can prove that it's the headset itself. Yeah. Hi, Mickey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, Mickey. Uh, 
Hello! <laughs> okay, Christ, y'all are loud. How the fuck do I adjust volume on this? <laughs> Shh, be very, very quiet. Eat on a PC. Are we waiting for Paladin to talk? <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, the Rangers are busy fighting Satanic Pudgy Pig and getting their asses handed to him as he, well... He Pudgy Pigs their weapons. Yeah, yeah he swallows their swords! So... I, I guess uh, Mickey's initial description of him was very accurate, actually. Yeah, I was surprised, actually. So they get their asses kicked, only for Yamato to uh, arrive. And Man, this monster lands on his head a lot. Yes, well, I think that's the joke. Yeah, it's like your mom, he's top-heavy. <laughs> also, he gets his jaw broken a lot. Yeah. Well, it's kind dislocated. Of it's a delicate suit. Yeah, well, yeah, well, now he didn't get his jaw broken just yet. Uh, so they transform uh, Yamato going straight into Juo Gorilla. So he can do that. Good. To yeah. Know. So he 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 has a the transformation sequence for it is you know from Yamato to Gorilla, not from Eagle to Gorilla. As nature intended. Yes, of course. <laughs> Man, we're Yama- into a monkey. Yamato is the missing link. Also, apparently, birds for some reason. Well, I mean, that takes us back to dinosaurs. Yes, but we do actually get you know a new roll call um, or bits of it uh, footage. So I guess they'll be going back and forth on that a bit anyway. Until oh, we... you know, episode twenty or so, when he gets a real power up. Uh huh. Are we past the part where Pudgy Pig eats a building like an ear of corn in a cartoon? Yes. Yes, okay. unfortunately we are. And that is a good description that I unfortunately missed. <laughs> See, this is why things are better when Mickey's here. They are, really. But well, Mickey, you'll be happy to know we saved... You'll be happy to know we saved Dino Charge just in case you came back. Oh, good. Thank you. Because I thought... If <laughs> I was anything, afraid y'all did both episodes while I was gone. That would be impressive <laughs> no, since that. Ken's doing the summaries. <laughs> oh, have you uh, updated Scott yet to let him know that oh, no uh, Star Trek's still on? I didn't want to until we knew Mickey wasn't going to break again. We still don't know that. Right. So anyhow, fight ensues, including Yamato using his whip sword as a vine with with the Tarzan (laughs) yell. And then he proceeds to beat the ever-loving shit out of the monster, including breaking his freaking jaw open. Dislocating it. Well, dislocating it. All the same, that is one of the most painful things I've seen happen to a rubber monster in a while. Imagine doing that to a person. Oh, the scary part is he could. Yeah, and probably also much th- easier. Also, the thing I noticed is that um, his gorilla, his gorilla suit um, fingers can actually flex and manipulate things and open. I did. They, At least they, this time they can. I guess they, they certainly didn't. didn't last episode. Yeah, I guess they hadn't. That's because it's not like in a special effect part. There's actually like a really deformed man inside that costume. <laughs> oh. Um. So anyway, they use a finisher, which is just a giant fist that pounds it into the ground. I like this. Now, no, wait a sec. It's a, it's a pyramid formation. It's very classic Sentai. It is. But it's it almost like in it's a... homaging something in an anniversary year. Almost! Fast but it results fast. in a fist. Yeah, they, a so power they, fist. They fist. Pyramid fisting. Yeah, they fist him to death. And Naria does the only goddamn thing she ever does. Serve a Put drink? something into the slot? So, yeah, she inserts a nickel. <laughs> Spend she... nickel, get big. Yes. Naria is the reverse your mom. And surprise, um, Yamato gets a new mecha. 
Cube okay, gorilla. Now, explain this to me. He summons the gorilla, and the gorilla hops into a pillar in Zhuo, Zhu land, whatever. Yes. Yes. Then suddenly it's in Earth. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what they all do, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, so clearly travel between the places is just fine without the missing key. As long as they just sat in the cockpits. <laughs> it might Apparently. be like in Time Ranger where they actually get booted out of the cockpits when they're done. Well, they just wear a seatbelt. <laughs> they don't have that. They're cubes. Cube belt. It's very unsafe behavior. And the best part is watching him try to manipulate the numbers on the phone with those giant hands. <laughs> he does better than I expected. So, um... The the sixth mecha is Beast Box. Yes, yes yeah. he is. Who can summon a vine uh, or, or a swing out of thin air. It's a bazooka well, swing. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, Gal Gorilla could summon trees and bananas, so this sort of tracks. This is true. It's so, not quite as awesome, though, as banana missiles. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah. So, so Elephant, Tiger, and Gorilla combine into Zhuo Wild. Which, that sure is Diesel-O. Diesel-O or um, Torozord, I'm not sure which. <laughs> no, it looks kind of like um, a Transformer. And it has the flip-out panels. Yeah. yeah. Arms. It has the gun. Yeah. diesel didn't have a gun. No, yeah, that's right. And it has a Transformer. Oh. I mean, that's a Transformer head. That one looks familiar. Well, he has a gun that the monster immediately eats. Okay, so I want to point something out here. So, like, Larry's backstory is that he visited the human world and was traumatized when he was shot with a gun. Right. So the mecha that his power summons, (laughs) its primary armament is a giant gun to shoot things with. Um, sure, why not? Is it its primary armament? Because I don't think they got it back after the fight. Well, they didn't show the swords coming back afterward either, but I'm sure they'll have them next episode. Yeah. It's just like in GoBusters. They've got like a whole arsenal full of them to spawn in. I mean, it's just cubes. Yes. So I like how he doesn't have articulated elbows. Yes. That he... suit must be terrible to wear. <laughs> he just has, you know, bent-in... Gorilla arms. arms. The kind of things that people complain about on action figures all the gorilla time. Gorilla arms. Except it's an actual gorilla, so. Anyhow, Larry is going to go travel the world and probably die somewhere. Quietly. <laughs> He's just going to like, wander one street over and just collapse in an alley and start drinking bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> He's already dressed like a hobo. He might as well live like one. He needs to find a, he needs to find a new weed supplier. <laughs> These stupid kids found his stash. <laughs> Actually, no, he became a silverback, so he's going to go off looking for a mate. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, he already found that girl earlier. Oh. He's going to spawn a race of super intelligent apes that will then take over the world. <laughs> oh, so this this is the new Planet of the Apes movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's better than the last one. This is probably the prequel to the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Oh, God. Which, uh, which, which world? The one at the end of the movie? Or the one at the, or the, one around the matter? I'm going to say the one at the end of the movie because the one at the beginning of the movie spun Mark Wahlberg, and I don't think Joe is that awful. 
Well, if this has a connection to Mark Wahlberg, does that mean there's a date rape license involved? Well, you, you can just assume that, you know, at the end of the movie, they killed Mark Wahlberg. So. I'm sorry, no, a statutory rape license. There, there's an important difference there. Yeah. So anyway, what's next on Joe? Uh, oh, it's a ghost. Oh, fuck. He shows up yeah. to tell that to let everyone know to watch his movie. Yeah, but it's inside. It's inside an actual episode, so we can't actually skip it. <laughs> I do kind of love the episode title. Go go go, ghost! <laughs> yes, it's a Scooby Doo title. Uh huh. Oh uh, yeah. So next week is an Amu and Tusk uh, focused episode with a ghost crammed into the middle of it, literally. And it's an hour long. No, actually. Oh. Ah, because we don't actually have to watch Ghost next week, because while Yamato appears in Ghost, it has no relation to this episode. We can skip it entirely. <laughs> Huzzah! Really? Because for whatever reason, it is they didn't do an hour-long special this year. Yeah, they just had, they just had like, uh, you know, the lead character guest star in either show. So Ta- Takeru shows up in Zhuozhir for five minutes, and then Takeru shows up in Ghost for five minutes. And he just, they, they both fight chakra monsters, and then that's it. Sure, whatever. Let's get this short contractually required crossover over with. I mean, it's that's it's a lot. pretty much what happens. <laughs> yeah, I have to assume that the production side of both shows were just not interested in actually doing a crossover. So they were like, "Okay, watch we'll our do. movie." Bye. Yeah, here's what we'll do. We got five minutes we can give you on either episode. <laughs> <laughs> the kids will love it, and we don't have to sacrifice an entire week of, uh, of our story to do it on either end. Sure. It's the least amount of effort we can do and still get through this contract. Well, that's how Ghost was made. Because <laughs> the worst part is, like, if this was, like, last year or the year before's actual crossover, we probably would have had Super Trunks Rider 1 show up, too. Uh, he does, like, for five sec- ten seconds in the Ghost episode. Well, that's the Ghost episode, though. Exactly. Yeah, who cares? And does does it does it have a sound alike? Yes. Splendid. Well, all all he does is shout "Common Rider One," so they could have just like ripped that from from <laughs> Fujioka saying it in the movie. So, Mickey, while we're talking about Ghost, sort of, did you see Heisei Damashi? No. What is it? Paladin, help us out here. Uh, okay, hang on. Should still be in the chat thing if you want to browse a bit, but I have no clue how to get to that. All right, he's on Windows. It can't do that. That is Windows now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I still don't know how to get the chat window to pop up. Oh, I see the little glowing thing. What does it do on Mac? Uh, there's a dedicated chat window that stays there all the time. Oh, oh, yeah, it's, it's a little annoying on Windows. I mean, once you, once you minimize the voice chat part, it stays that way, but it's still annoying. So, yes, those are the anniversary forms for Ghost. I'm working on it. Windows. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be worth the effort, is it? No. God, no. To be fair, I didn't think it would be that much effort. That's also true. It's a link. <laughs> okay, that's a thing. I honestly think the Showa one looks stupider, but that's me. Those are both costumes. Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that was 
was totally worth it. All right then. Um, well, since Mickey seems to be stable, let's uh, move on to Dino Charge. Last yes. episode before the hiatus. Let's. I guess Paladin didn't like this episode. No, I mean, I'm booing the hiatus, not this episode. Well, you say that now, but only because we called you on it. Uh, so, Mickey, would you like to try to do the summary? I can try. Well, you've held on the whole time so far, so I well, think it's no, going to be just, okay. It's hard to do because there's no subs. My copy has subs. Does your copy have subs and mine doesn't? Yeah, I was wondering about that because, too. Because I saw out a 720p version and it has subs in, um, in the MKV. Weird. Do you not really get that with sub? the web rip, unfortunately? No. no. Oh, although it does this, have subs. Oh, this does say it has. You should turn them on. That's fantastic. Closed captioning, yeah. Although, yeah, this, this says it's a web rip, so yeah. I guess I'm just doing it wrong then. Give me no. a break. I'm new at this. What are you using? Bit. <laughs> Python. What? What? He's using what? his strong Pythons to just rip it right out of the internet. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, what are you using to watch it? Um, MPC. Oh, okay. I mean, but the file I get is an MP4, not an MKV. Uh, that's probably it. So I assume whoever is doing these is also somehow getting the uh, captions the... and yeah. putting it together themselves. Yeah. Or they just have a completely different method. Who knows? Probably. I don't really care. <laughs> Nor do I. So Ivan's outside pacing around waiting for his delivery. Uh-huh. Which you automatically know is going to be a good episode because finally it's an Ivan episode. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the delivery people show up with his giant box. Then it's his training dummy. Hooray. They need him to sign for it. So he pulls out his pen. <laughs> Fantastic feather quill. Do you have, do you have any ink? When did Ivan kill an ostrich? <laughs> uh, about 300 years ago? The one from Ghost Age never shut up a Megaforce. Yeah, the one from Ghost Age had to go somewhere, right? <laughs> although, at least it died for a noble cause. Although, wouldn't that feather be green then? There's <laughs> all uh, so the ink. Oh, okay. <laughs> The best part, though, is um, as soon as he whips out his quill, the blonde Kevin Smith delivery man just gives him this look like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> and that look never really goes away throughout the entire scene. And it, it starts before that, too, though, because like, the first dialogue they exchange is, do you work here? And like that's where, that's where you can tell like this show has like good direction in terms of you know just regular scenes when the incidental actor has that good sh- has a good that good of a moment. Yeah, yeah. So he instructs him just use your finger, and he like makes him sign an X because he's clear that this guy does not know how to write his own name. <laughs> and they really don't care. And then the reaction is delighted. Yeah. Well, that that's pretty accurate. It's a delivery person. I know. How did I do that? Just a look. <laughs> Which what sorcery is this? <laughs> I bet it's so good. <laughs> so Ivan takes the dummy out and is covered in a velvet cloak. Which seems a little strange, but he doesn't mind because he'll cut it to ribbons anyway. 
Oh, Willie! <laughs> he does comment on how shoddy it looks, but, you know... His sword is not that it looks a little bit like his jacket. Oh, no, his jacket's much fancier than that. <laughs> Why, that cost hundreds of Shelby's dollars to buy. Alright, so meanwhile, over at Heckle's place, um, they're summoning their new monster. And we're not saying that he's a spell digger. A gold binder, then? Yes. <laughs> so, um, once again, we've got the safe in the middle of the chest of the monster, which we saw the before. From another monster. In uh-huh. uh, the episode where Riley banged that gypsy. Not uh-huh. Riley, uh, Chase. Chase. Yes. Yeah, I think I remember if Riley did something interesting. This is one where, where Chase was hanging out with the gypsy woman, and she gave him a dino jam, and he totally porked her. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that monster had the, the safe in its chest, too, so I guess that's a curious thing. And they and recovered what? that safe after the monster blew up. And this was the re- this is the resurrection machine, so... Yes, and as I recall, after Curiger was done just, you know, straight up reusing monster suits, they started mix and matching monster suits. Ah, okay. Well, there we go then. Yeah. Well, as long as we get unique personalities, that's fine. Yeah. These monsters have personalities. I mean, some of them do, but most of them are just the same personality with a different um, okay. tick. Yeah. Mainly Heckle. <laughs> well, All Heckle's right, something so completely different. The, the team comes in to Ivan uh, shredding his training dummy oh, to ribbons. God, I feel so bad for Kendall to see. <laughs> and they bring in a box and they tell Ivan, your training dummy's here. <laughs> it's like she sees her entire career of life flashing before her eyes. <laughs> I also like how... Don't like she feels that way every time she looks at Keeper? Well, yes, but you get used to that. I like how as the scene opens, like, they've got somebody underneath that dummy throwing up shreds of debris. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a pace completely mismatched from the sword swing. That makes it just all the better. Yeah. <laughs> now, I like, as Kendall Tross explained to Ivan, how he's fucking ruined this for everyone. <laughs> Literally Ivan's everyone. response is, like, well, it was kind of shitty to begin with. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so I, I understand this is a kid's show, and, like, you know, some details have to get glossed over, but, like, wouldn't the wouldn't the museum have, like, an insurance policy? Yes. Yes. I mean, I think that's just important to... for these things. Yeah, I think that's important and to acknowledge at some after point. After all the fires Chase caused in the kitchen. No kidding. Yeah, well, their insurance I mean... has been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Too many monster attacks nearby. Oh, I thought of something. Uh, since we're in, okay, okay. Heckle's been tossing out these greedy gold coins to the public and getting them being infected with greed. Yes. And so they come into to the cafe, but instead of paying with the gold coins, they should offer like a a credit account, like a, a card, and they could offer pay with their diner charge. <laughs> Thanks, Paladin. Oh, I knew I'd get blamed for this. What did I do, did I do to deserve this? <laughs> oh, you know, oil. oil can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, 
Tyler and Chase get infected by the greed coins, and they get cartoon and... dollar signs in front of their eyes, which is fantastic. <laughs> so uh, basically, they both turn into Jonathan Zacker. Who? The um, showrunner yeah, for Samurai and Megaforce. Oh, ew. The other Power Rangers showrunner. I'd already forgotten him. <laughs> so in comes the big billionaire uh, investor who let them borrow his suit of velvet. His honor suit. Yeah. Or no, suit of honor. I remember it's that because I kept getting confused. Like, wait, that's not a suit of armor. Oh, wait, he just has bad diction. <laughs> it's that New Zealand accent. Yeah. Trying to mask it. Right. So they unveil that it's been ripped to shreds. And he's not happy. No. No. And his uh, fake Maude Lebowski next to him. Mercy? Yes. <laughs> Mercy Graves. <laughs> she just stands there looking weird. Yeah. Not quite threatening, not quite cool, just kind of weird. Off-putting. Yeah. Discount Mercy. She, oh, I know what she reminds me of. Um, the girl alien in Galaxy Quest. I think it's the hair. Yeah. I think it's the same wig, actually. They probably just put <laughs> it up out of the garbage in the Galaxy Quest sets. <laughs> but I like how Kendall asks, like, can you get Tyler and Chase for me? Like, of course. Have I ever let you down? And she just looks at the suit. Looks back at him. Like, well, besides that. <laughs> so, they need to come up with $2 million. Now, normally this would mean we need to have a charity drive. It comes into a last-second donation. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, we're just going to sell off all the museum's assets. Uh-huh. It's the best way to keep the museum open is to sell everything the museum owns. Right. Well, you know, they can keep the museum going just on the basis of the cafe. <laughs> I, I, I think that Kindle is what, in what you would call between a rock and a hard place. She wants, she wants Tyler and Chase so she can tell everybody that they're out of jobs. Something like that. So where's yeah. Keeper in this episode? Didn't he have like billions in treasure after sixty-five million years? <laughs> you would think. Why? Why would he care? Did we lose Mickey? No, sorry, I was distracted. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah why would very Keeper quiet, care though. about this? this is well, because his inner gems are under the museum. He could move them. Yeah. He could probably move the whole, you know, base. All right. So, um, Heckle is conniving with uh, Spelldigger uh, to enact their, their plan. It's like, oh, look, the Rangers are watching us. Monster, go back to your secret treasure lair and bring back oh more of your secret treasure. God, that was fantastic. <laughs> And the monster keeps overselling, and Hale's like, no, no, tone it down, tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and, and because Chase and Tyler are under the spell, they're like, this is probably a trap, right? But wait, what if it's not? But what if it is treasure? The best part, though, is Heckle is telling the other person to turn down their performance. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so deliberate. <laughs> You know, you can say that because they're under a spell, but I'm pretty sure even if there wasn't a spell involved, Tyler and Chase would still be this stupid. Well, <laughs> especially Chase. Especially Chase. Tyler. Well, it's true. Tyler's like the dumbest one. I don't know. No, no. Well, no, Chase has, Chase has some actual This, this is treasure. This isn't 
uh, going back to our to the lair where we keep our dads. <laughs> the dad cave. Well, well, you know, Chase usually has some, you know, moderate self-preservation skills. Tyler, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Tyler's an idiot. <laughs> so, Ivan follows the two idiots uh, <laughs> chasing down their, their chocolate gold coin trail into the forest. Uh-huh. You know, when uh, Heckle was throwing the coins into the street and people were picking them up, like, one guy in the background picked one up and bit it, and I was just, like, convinced, oh, hey, those <gasps> are chocolate coins. I missed that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Again, directing, attention to detail. Uh-huh. Good stuff. All right, so Ivan's running through the forest when suddenly Fury... And because it's time for a grudge match. Because what else does he ever fight? <laughs> so Tyler and Chase are chasing the gold coins. Just that look on Tyler's face when he's scooping them up in the, off the ground. Uh, when suddenly uh, the T-Rex shows up, and they've named him Rexy. Did I miss that, or is that new? He's called him Rexy since, like, episode two. Oh, okay. I didn't even remember. Although calling, you know, that little Rexy is kind of new. Yeah, okay. right. So it basically jumps up, jumps up, and I'm going, what? Riley's in the well. <laughs> Riley's in this episode? As much as he is in the other episode. So Tyler and Chase really think, oh, he's alerting us to where the treasure is. We should follow him. What a <laughs> smart little dinosaur dog thing. <laughs> so but it leads them to the monster, and they both transform and surprisingly Well, it did lead them out. to gold. Yeah, actually, that's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> So when the show comes back from hiatus, I want just, like, a scene where Tyler is walking little Rexy down the street with a leash. Yes. <laughs> bad puppeteering. Like, it, it will have nothing to do with the story of the episode it's in. It's just, you know, a thing that will happen. So they chase away Fury, and the boys go back to pick up every gold coin they can find. <laughs> and Ivan thinks, I could use this money. Wait, No. A knight of Xandar would never use a monster's money to repay his debts. Honor! So then he goes to a bank. Because he remembers where he left some gold. <laughs> In a bank. A bank. So he goes up to the teller and says, I would like one gold, please. <laughs> the teller is nonplussed. Like, do you have your account number? Your ID? Anything? Something with your name on it. Oh, I know. No, <laughs> I was I was convinced he was about to pull his name tag from the cafe. No, he he does one better. He pulls out his damn sword, so she hits the alarm. <laughs> so now, so now, Ivan's a wanted man, <laughs> trying to rob a bank <laughs> with a sword without trying. But nobody else knows that. And nobody else in the bank reacts or tries to stop him. Well, Although they react. Would you? <laughs> He's got a sword. Yeah. <laughs> so back at the uh, power chamber, Shelby is entranced by the size of this horn. Oh and I'm just rather shocked that a horn like that is only worth $3,000. Hmm. That seems a little cheap. It's I mean, a fake. I love the background scene here with Coda scratching himself with one of the artifacts. Yes. 
his back. He was scratching his back. So Tyler and Chase come in, pockets <laughs> laden <laughs> with just, loot. Just Kendall's look when she lowers her glasses, like, what's in your pockets? What the hell? Chocolates, <laughs> the hot dogs. <laughs> and then one falls out and they start fighting over it. Well, no, one falls out and they just kind of like cordially, oh, that's mine. No, that's mine. No, that's mine. And it just starts escalating. Yeah. Totally they, they try to hold it together just a little bit. Like, this is much better than the usual episodes where, like, a ranger is under a spell. Because they're still, like, technically functional. Right. Technically. But... They're as functional as they ever were. <laughs> Their priorities are just different. Yes, exactly. But then, then Chase's hoodie explodes into a shower, of, into a gold shower, basically. I like, I like the delay... Of that last little bit falling out. Also, like, <laughs> then they dive to the floor, and they all start making grabby hands at everything. <laughs> Everybody's just standing around staring at them. This episode is such a delight. It is. <laughs> and even Kendall gets a good scene here where she picks up the gold coin. She knows not to touch it because she's realizing something is up. Uh-huh. And she pauses from it, takes off her glasses, and cocks one eyebrow before she finishes her line. She yeah, does totally CS- off the CSI thing with Kendall. Yeah. Yes. It's just why Kendall needs more screen time. <laughs> the actual leader of the team. Although, you know, the more we watch, you know, Tyler, Chase, sometimes Riley, the more I understand why she doesn't want to be around them any more than she can help. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, basically it's come to the point that only Coda and Shelby haven't, you know, ruined themselves for her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But over in the next scene, Ivan delivers probably one of my favorite lines of dialogue from any episode. Oh. Yay, what an unhappy soul am I. <laughs> That's writing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and acting. <laughs> but over across the way, uh, the billionaire man is talking about demolishing the museum to put in his swimming pool. Which is just fantastically evil. <laughs> Uh-huh. That'd be one and that he has some tool. people with heart wearing hard hats following him around. Yes. <laughs> Indentured well. construction workers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Ivan offers, instead of the debt, how about I become your slave? I mean, bodyguard. And his response is, no, I already have this weirdo here. <laughs> and she just had her nails did. I don't need another weirdo. Kendall will probably say, please, I have enough of them. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Boring shit goes on with the villains. Um... Oh, Kendall has analyzed uh, Tyler and Chase back in the power chamber. So the team has come to the conclusion that, well, there's lots of money here. And we need lots of money. Maybe these things could solve each other. Maybe if we just, you know, murdered the monster and took his money. And the the old rich guy is already obsessed with money, so it won't even really change him. <laughs> I mean, this is the best logic I've ever, like, I've ever seen in a Power Rangers episode. Now, yeah. As people start saying this plan, like, Tyler and Chase like, instantly grab their money and pull it closer towards them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
just a look of fear on their face. <laughs> oh, it's my like, precious. No, no. We'll watch your money very carefully make sure nobody takes it. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're so stupid. <laughs> Even Shelby's like, well, we gotta, you know, kill the monster anyway. Right? Yeah. Once All... again, she's the smart one. And again, I like they open the scene with basically an MRI showing that Chase and Tyler are legitimately brain damaged. Uh, yeah. Also under a spell. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's from the spell. <laughs> I I kind of like the explanation they use, too. Like, the coins are just activating a part of the brain that's already there. The dinosaur part of the brain. Okay. Of consumption and greed and need. Sure. The, the lizard part of the brain, you've never... Just calling it the dinosaur part of the brain is weird. Um, oh. No, I just like, if they're going to explain the mechanics of how this works, I kind of like the approach they took with it. Because uh-huh. it sounds almost plausible that way. Yeah. Basically, like, you know, an electric shock has been delivered to the part of the brain that stimulates that behavior. It's surprisingly sensible. Yeah. Yet still magic. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, remember what Gargoyles taught us. You know, energy is energy, whether it's produced by science or magic. Mm. Gargoyles also taught us it's okay to shoot a cop. Only if you're really sorry afterward. And you're really fat. And a little slow. And inexplicably get a really hot bitch. In season two. Wasn't that season three? Or was this season th- Oh, that, that no, doesn't count. No, season three doesn't count. It was season in three the does comics. not exist. <laughs> Do they keep that in the comics? No. And, yes. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, that was kind of like at the tail end of season two anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it is canon then. A- after, um, you know, um, Goliath and Eliza's, you know, world tour, there is a bit back in New York. Oh, fuck they... the world tour. I know. Like two thirds of the series takes place in the goddamn world tour. Yep. But yeah, like there's a little bit afterwards before it, the show ends, and there was never a third season. Anyway, what's what's there important? Was, what's, that's what the comics were. What's important though is that you can defeat someone as powerful as Oberon by ringing an iron bell at them. Well, that's what happens if you're created by Shakespeare. I guess so. <laughs> you can also shoot them with a harpoon gun. That was surprisingly effective. Well, it's still iron. Yeah, I mean, it must be terrible for, like, iron to be your one weakness, considering, you know, 70% of the mineral resource on the planet is iron. My only weakness is carbon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having um, a gluten allergy. <laughs> Corn allergy. Well, yeah, in in the United States, that would be killer. In other parts of the world, you can avoid it a little better. Because they don't have food there. They're starving. Because the U.S. is the primary producer and utilizing uh, corn syrup. USA. USA. (laughs) USA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Corn sugar. Anyway. Number one. Number one. <laughs> okay, so now we've talked over the boring Sentai stock footage. Let's go into the, the real parts of the episode again. Oh, perfect. So that wasn't even a waste of time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, they, so, they, fight, they fight the monster. They kill the monster. 
And there's gold coins everywhere. Good, we won. And the spell is oh. worn off of them. Whoops. Now the coins have disappeared. Oh. And even worse than that, the monster's back. Oh, shit. Let's go to more stock footage. Blah, 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 mega, blah. Mega fight. What's and... the mega okay. swords fighting? Yep. So, after the monster blows up, we're back at the villain lair. And Fury discovers uh, Candleman. Singe. Singe, thank you. Uh, talking to his iPad and calling it Sir. What do you think, Fury. Sledge? It's Sledge or Sledge's boss? I assume it's like a, a his dominatrix he's talking to. Oh. I mean, that's possible. Well, I mean, technically wouldn't the dominatrix be a ma'am? I, li- I like his excuse. as like, oh, it's just my sweet old grandma. <laughs> You call, you it call sir. sir? <laughs> uh, sometimes. He has dementia. I gotta give credit. That's smarter than I usually assume for Fury. Yeah. So back at the cafe, Billionaire walks in a scene, and we're greeted to the fact that, greeted to the sight that he wears a pinky ring, which basically cements the fact that he's an asshole. Yes. A gigantic pinky ring. Yeah, because... Uh, a gigantic who wears a pink ring, ring is a prick. Yes. That's just how it is. So and Suddenly, deus ex Philip. Yes. Yes. Um, they are stupid. They didn't think to ask their rich, country-owning friend <laughs> for help. I'm I, still I like... he bankrupted his personal fortune trying to impress the Energem. <laughs> <laughs> That well, no, he, he probably still wipes his ass with $1,000 bills, so I mean... <laughs> Those are hardly even money, Ken. For him. Uh, I also like how they establish Philip showing up out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Well, I got a call from the police the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About a certain incident in a bank. So we, we know he's paid off the police. <laughs> and the bank, probably. Uh-huh. And this is where we discover that Ivan is actually Fry from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Because he put his gold bar in the bank a billion years ago, it's been slowly collecting interest ever since. And now it's, he's worth exactly $2 million even. I mean, I would have liked it better if they had established that like it had grown to more than basically the exact amount they needed. Well, they did. It, yeah, it, it was it over. No, no, I'm saying, like, you know, if it had accrued to, like, $3.5 or something, like... An amount that's enough to pay the debt, but not, like, just basically exactly the amount. Yeah, but it does institute the next scene. True, but it just... It's one of those things, it's just too convenient. It would be interesting that if he did pay it off, he did still have extra money, because I don't think it would change Ivan. Well, no, Ivan doesn't even understand money. Right. Kendall's just like, hmm... <laughs> need a new wing. <laughs> so anyway, this Ivan gives a speech about, oh, sometimes it's better to be charitable, and it has its own rewards and dignity and honor, honor and glory. Normally I would describe this to, you know, like heavy-handedness in the writing, but like considering but Ivan. Ivan's character, like Ivan. it kind of perfectly fits. Yeah. It does. And um, the billionaire learns his lesson, and it devolves into a duck season rabbit season with the, the check. <laughs> Although I really love the way the sequence is cut together. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, no, you, you, you can take it. No, you take it. You take it. You take it. You take it. 
And they stop, and they basically just stop short of old rich dude, you know, stuffing it literally down Ivan's pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. put the, it, put in his now, if they still had Rick Medina, it might have gone differently, but you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> if only way way the one. On... Hmm? What? Hmm? What? Look, I don't care which one of you here. talks. Just one of you talk. Well, I said it could have. Like, yeah, if it was Rick Medina, it could have gone differently in more ways than one. Well, yeah. That could be the joke, yes. Ivan does have a sword. Oh, my. Uh-huh. He, pulls out of, he often pulls out of his pants somehow. Hmm. Well, and points at people. He gets past the Frau Forbistina, and she threatens to kill Ivan and to give him the check back. So the question is, is Ivan rich now or what? <laughs> yes. He's rich in spirit. <laughs> I'm sure he'll just spend it all on burgers for Coda or something. Because, like, even if they eventually got old dude to take the check, it doesn't really matter unless dude cashes the check. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Ivan still has money. He he just even... He, he might not even know. He he's never used it because he thinks that and the old dude Really, I didn't it. take it as the rich guy... Uh... Uh, learning his lesson, I saw it as Rich going, oh shit, he's rich. <laughs> he's one of my people. <laughs> I can't bankrupt one of my own. <laughs> Either that or he saw it as like, this is going to turn into a publicity nightmare. Uh-huh. Just take this, I'll be at the Trump rally. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think Ivan earned the guy's respect because he realized that this is old money. Old, old money. Yeah. <laughs> older than him. Money that's older than his. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss Dino Charge. It'll be back in a few months. It'll be back in half a year. And I have to say, like, as episodes to go out on go... I'm so glad it's not a cliffhanger. Well, there is that, but I'd rather, like, go out on a high note like this. Yes. Rather than the just kind of mad note that, you know, the first season hiatus was. I admit this is a great episode, but it still feels like they're really, really lacking in plot advancement for Dino Supercharge. Yeah. Well, that'll be for the, um, you know, the Silver, back ten. Silver Ranger and then the back five. They basically just shut out the Aqua Ranger and resolve Tyler's dad issues. Sort and of. Uh, no, Paladin, got... they're never going to resolve Tyler's dad issues. <laughs> considering what we got for it, I don't... I, I'm fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's alright. Let's not dwell. Let <laughs> <laughs> the show dwell on it either. I'd rather have more standalones and plot for Dino Charge. Same. At this point, like, we're going to get plot in the back four or so, probably, for the finale. That's going to start when we the get one, to the back ten. The one thing that I really I really want that I'm sad we're not going to get is just the episode about Heckle's everyday life. Well, wait a second. There was plot advancement in this episode. Singe. Well, yeah, the whole iPad thing. So that is something. A little bit. It's more than some episodes have. It's more than a lot of episodes yeah. have, actually. But this episode has so much more to offer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but so you can't say what's without it, though, because it's fair. So, like, last week we were talking about how The Knights of Amber Beach was probably the best of the first season. Uh-huh. This will probably stand as the best of the second season because both were strong ivan focus episodes. And that is apparently yep. the secret to success. 
Just set Ivan's Ivan down in front of the camera for 20 minutes and let it ride. <laughs> or if you want to what double I... up on that, just have Ivan and Coda do an episode together. God, I want that. Ivan, oh, Coda, and Tackle. Oh, God. Oh, it's perfection. Ivan and Heckle trapped on an island together. That's it, it, the, the bad thing is that it's so good, that means we'll never get it. Like, you need to put them in a situation where they're forced to get along and work together to escape. Because <laughs> that's, that's the only real way to make... No, they should be... Hmm? What? what? They should be trapped on a beach in a sandcastle contest. <laughs> or they should make a sandcastle together. See, that would have been a thing to do before Heckle, you know, sideways himself off the first unit stuff. Which is like, that, is, that was both amusing at the time, but still kind of disappointing in retrospect. Also, like, also I, appreciate, I appreciate the Rangers weren't stupid. Also, despite Heckle figuring heavily into this episode, I'm pretty sure he was never there at the same time as the Rangers. Yeah. Because the scene where he's standing on the truck when Tyler and Chase come up is very obviously composited. So basically, Heckle scenes are mostly like Bulk, and Sk- Bulk um, from Samurai. Yeah, Bulk and Spike scenes. Bulk and Spike. Um, the like, bit... I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll get him back for the... The bit outside the building with the thick columns, like, that could go either way, but I can see how they would shoot that mm-hmm. uh, in composite also. Yeah, that's true. So... So it doesn't feel like he's divorced from the show in this episode, though. No, no. it doesn't, and that's what really matters. Not, not like Bulk and Spike, which were completely... That yeah, was like... they, they were pointless. Bulk and Spike was like when you're watching the, those old Bozo the Clown episodes, and like he cuts to a cartoon in the middle of it. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, here's something else to watch in the middle of what you are watching. Yep. We'll come back to the real show here in a minute. Surprise, the real show is shit. Surprise, the real show is just about, you know, airing these cartoons. Surprise, the real show is Shinkinger. <laughs> what are you eating? Yes, Can... I'm asking you. Ken? Is it Lunchables? Does Lunchables no. make pork rinds? Somebody brought me a strawberry shortcake. I could not eat it. Oh, well, Ooh. you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody here is going to blame you for that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I meant to mute it, but I was still talking. So I was like, like, do I talk or do I eat this? I can't decide. Both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you're not on video, so I think you're free to actually do both at once. So the question is, are you eating the 80s strawberry shortcake or the modern strawberry shortcake? Or, are you, or the Penny Arcade parody strawberry shortcake? That they had to take down. No, it's actually you no know, little cake with strawberries and whipped cream. Well, that's yes, not that's a no. no. The one from the '80s, the one from <laughs> now, though. I don't understand. <laughs> Are you eating a strawberry shortcake the way I would eat a strawberry shortcake, or? Uh, sounds very lewd all of a sudden. Well, I don't think this one's five years old. At least Paladin gets it. <laughs> Fort Max, do you get it? Fort Max, do you like strawberry shortcake? Never had it. Really? Really? Huh. That's depressing. Fort no, Max, I want should... strawberry shortcake. Damn it. <laughs> well, last week it was milkshakes and Krispy Kreme. This week it's strawberry shortcake. <sighs> and probably still oh, Speaking of delicious foods, though. Hey, yes. How was your was... lasagna? Uh, that was fine. Look about the, the, the churros Doritos I got from Walmart. Which are not actual Doritos, they're the store brand ones. Yeah, they're the great value brand, but oh my god. 
Although, speaking of Doritos, it's the weirdest thing. Like, in the last three weeks, I have seen um, all over the place the taco-flavored Doritos, which have been absent from all the stores around here for years. Oh, man. I like those. Well, go go check your grocery stores. They might be turning up again. No, you can check, go to Walmart and get the, the churro-flavored Doritos off-brand things, because they're amazing. How about some chorizo-flavored Doritos? Ooh. Kick off that. <laughs> like, they'll be perfect for dipping into whipped cream. The chorizo ones? No, the churro ones. <laughs> what about sour cream? No, that's what you dip nachos into. Or how about cream cheese? No, that's what you dip um, Sushi fritos into. into. Oh. Fritos? Yeah. Huh. I just put my Fritos on chili. No, you can put cream cheese onto Fritos. Oh, they're going to say you put cream cheese on chili. That doesn't sound like a good combination. To be fair, I don't like cream cheese that much. I like it in things. Yeah, in things is kind of okay, but as a thing by itself... I kind of like it on bagels. Yeah, on bagels it's fine, because it makes a bagel edible somehow. Yeah, yeah, Actually, it renders both parts edible. Uh, just like the, just like, don't put cream cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel. That's not good eats. No, for that I'm just going to put straight butter. That would work. Yeah, a little bit of butter on there. Stick it in the toaster oven for a minute. Get just a little bit crispy on the cut side. Yeah. 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 I like it soft on the cut side, but crispy on the outside, though. I like it just crispy all around. So you want it burned? Well, no. <laughs> you put some char on it. Yeah. Grilled bagels. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's done that. I'm sure. Intentionally or not. I'm sure yes. Made, I'm sure somebody's made a, you know, uh, how-to on it. Yes, I'm sure there's a recipe for, like, just breads made on a barbecue. Okay, so I guess we're not doing Star Trek tonight, because I told Scott before that, you know, you were having technical difficulties, Mickey. How to make grilled bagels with bacon, egg, and cheese. And then I told him that you were back, but now he says he's moving into his new house, because we postponed. Oh, okay. So, uh... He bought a new house? Okay, apparently grilled bagels is a thing. I guess if we had talked to Scott at some point in the last three weeks, we would have known these things. <laughs> he never tells me anything. <laughs> I <swear to> <laughs> That's it's just okay. Well, since it's nine thirty, so and it's okay. It gives me a, a you know plenty more time to release the last episode we recorded <laughs> two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You're a bad boss. Well, hey, last week's superhero time finally went up like an hey. hour ago. <laughs> this episode should come out tomorrow just to freak everyone out. <laughs> I was actually thinking Wednesday. Two episodes in a week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then they just forget that it's you know late. <laughs> Well, that would work, except I, like, you know, date the episodes. Whereas with the Star Trek podcast, I just number them. You date the episodes? Well, just once. It never really works out past that. (laughs) (laughs) I try not to get too serious, you know? Keep it casual. Yeah. Just coffee and oral. Coffee? (laughs) Well, what else are you supposed to pour in their face when they're done? Otherwise, they'll stick around. Well, it depends how good the oral was, Mickey. <laughs> no, it's just, whether it's good or not, you want them to leave. <laughs> you know, I'm done, so get out. Go. Here's coffee in your face. 
Well, why waste time making coffee? Just, like, throw boiling water at them. Well, the boiling water is not going to stain clothes. It's going to hurt. True. If you want to stain the clothes, just, like, drop some food coloring into the boiling water. Get some writ dye. (laughs) (laughs) I was dyeing my socks, but here, you can have it. (laughs) Well, for that matter, forget the dye. Just, like, take your old socks, put them in a pot, and boil them and throw that at somebody. This conversation's getting weirder. (laughs) (laughs) I blame Scott. You think it got weird now? Well, only once we got to the point of throwing dirty sock water at people. <laughs> throwing boiling sock water. <laughs> you have to boil it to sterilize it. Come on. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. Okay, so Paladin. Which yes. Computron are you getting? Uh, probably Unite Warriors. What about you, Mickey? I already told you. But that wasn't on the podcast. Oh, uh, well, Unite Warriors. Mm. I think all good people are getting the Unite Warriors one. Because all good people know that the centerpiece is Strafe. Who? Strafe, the arm. He needs to be a spacey, high-tech jet, not a slight remold of a modern jet. And to be honest, I don't care about Scrounge being part of the Hasbro one. Yeah, I already have a Scrounge. I don't need another one. And the Rook mold is definitely an improvement over the Brawl mold. Hell yes. I will take any excuse to have more of the Rook mold. Unless it's by buying Hound. Not only is it going to make a better drill tank, it's also a better toy. And it it is... Um, Takara does this again when they do Lyokaiser. Uh, and it is the Rook version of the mold specifically, not the uh, Swindle Hound redo. Right. I, I just thought that was important. I want to see so, more of the individual toys. Still have to see it in color, too. Because I think Nose Cone's going to look a little bit weird, but it's still going to be a better toy. Yeah, I'm hoping they'll do something stupid like, you know, we're getting them half metallic paint schemes, or... You guys missed Chrome, right? They haven't done Chrome in years. All the more reason for them to ruin it now. I was going to say, it's the perfect time for them to bring it back. Didn't they do Chrome on the new Masterpiece Hot Rod and ruin it? That's Masterpiece, though. Yeah, apparently Japan forgot how to do Chrome. Because Ironhide has had problems, too. Or Takara forgot how to do Chrome. Vietnam Whatever. doesn't know how to do Chrome. <laughs> I mean, you, you joke, but that might actually. I'm be actually a not really joking. Because yeah, that this, they had those new. Yeah, they changed production to Vietnam in the last year or so. So that, that that might actually be the case. And you know, okay, so like for Masterpiece Optimus Primal to get that fur texture on the body, 
Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they're using a process called hydraulic transfer. The, what does that mean? That sounds like something easy to fuck up. <laughs> okay, so I actually looked into this. So what it is, a pattern is printed on this like plastic-ish film, and then that is stretched out and floated on a vat of water, and then some kind of solvent is sprayed over it to make the plastic underneath dissolve, leaving behind just the printed dye pattern. Then you take the part that you want to put the pattern on and slowly dip it into the uh, vat of water, and it the dye bonds to the material. But like, that sounds incredibly easy to fuck up. Yeah, that's kind of the point. If you don't do it just right, I think the pattern, you know, gets distorted or will break or you know things like that. And as far as I know, this is a new process for transformers production. Like, this is a very common thing in, like, automobile parts and other uh, gun manufacturing. Like, you see uh, camouflaged gun parts? Mm-hmm. That's done through hydro dip. So, um, now, if the factory name. that does this has done that sort of stuff before, I guess yeah, if, not if they've done it before, it's fine. But, like, what are the odds that, you know, the factory they've are making Transformers in now has just happened to do that before. Like, you have to the odds of them. We just bought a new piece of equipment to do this. It's not, even buying a, it's not even buying a new piece of equipment. It's here. We, we brought in a bathtub and some of this film go to town. And if it fucks up in the sales flat lane, we're not going to get any more beast masterpieces. Well, if they're going to be shitty looking, then we don't want any more. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm hoping this will turn out fine. It's just I'm troubled because this is a new process and there's no guarantee the factory has ever done this before. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold off on Primal until we get some in-hand reports. And the other thing, too, is that, like, it's $100. And it's going to be the size of a, an Autobot car. It has mm. electronics, though. It has light-up eyes. That's, you know, not... It's an electronic. Plus. That's worth another $30. Yeah, sure. It does have a lot of accessories. If anything, I would say the hydraulic dip process is probably... Um... Ken turned into a horse. <laughs> of course. <laughs> is there a carrot up his butt? Sneeze, I'm sorry. It can al- I will say it can also be uh, reused to... Uh, in... Uh, Murder of Tunes after they're done with the uh, production run. What? I think we missed that reference. The dip? Oh, Tunes. Yes. It's dip! Uh, and that's the other thing with this hydraulic transfer thing. Like, one sheet of the film is good for one use. So after every dip, you have to reset the whole thing. So I would think, if anything, the price increase is coming from the complexity of that process. It sounds like a bad idea the more you talk about it. Yeah, you know what would have been a really easy way to get that fur texture on the toy? Dry brushing. No, molding it into the toy. Oh, well, yeah. You know, just just a, a subtle, shallow texture molded onto the surface of the toy. That would have done it. But no, they, they're so fixed on getting, like, 
the exact experience of the CG model. They didn't actually put a texture, just texture mapping. <laughs> Which, I mean, it, yeah, it's hilarious taken in isolation. I'm just very concerned about the process. Now, the Figure King scans, the most recent Figure King issue, the gorilla face they show looks really good, really uh, close match to what it looked like in the CG. I'm hoping that part at least turns out looking like that on the actual product. But I'm concerned about that texture mapping paint dipping thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's better than what they're doing for the prototype, where they've just got some kind of uh, fabric tape that they've put all over it. But man, this could go so wrong. Well, at least we got Ratchet and Shockwave to look forward to. I will probably get Shockwave someday. I mean, it's not anything that's like a huge priority for me. Well, nice the first good Shockwave toy they've made in forever. <laughs> What was the last masterpiece Hasbro released? Blue Streak. Blue Streak. Or, or Starscream, technically, I believe. Which I never even saw, so. Did they? Yeah, it was a Toys R Us exclusive for like a, a week. Did it actually come out? Well, I don't think it came out to my Toys R Us unless I missed it. I mean, it was released somewhere, I think. Canada, maybe? Hmm. Um, either that or it was like online exclusive. Possibly. Well, Blue Streak was the last one I saw in stores. Oh, and no, uh, Mickey, you're wrong about the Shockwave thing, because um, Combiner Wars Legend Shockwave is the first good Shockwave they've released in forever. Okay, that's certainly a good toy, but it's really too small to be well, a good Shockwave. It's scaled to Combiners. Yeah, but not the, the limbs. No, it's scaled to Combiners. Yeah, um, that's kind of useless in a display. Not if it's a display of combiners. It's useless next to Megatron. Uh, get the Legends Megatron. Depends, which Megatron? <laughs> yeah, just pull out Legends Megatron. I don't have a Leg- Legends Megatron. Oh, you, you must have the, the little Legends gun Megatron. Oh, the, the Cyberverse one? The, the one that turns into a gun. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That well, is that mostly orange plastic. <laughs> but that's too small against Shockwave. Look, you're being very picky. Masterpiece Shockwave should be the right scale to put up against the leader of Megatron. That's what I care about. Or will it be taller? It'll be close enough. Be well, how, how tall is MP10 versus leader Megatron? I don't know he's in another room, but I'm... Picture them in my head that's fairly close. close. Yeah. Because Shockwave's like a head shorter than MP10. Then it should probably be about right, because I think MP10 might be a little bit bigger than Megatron, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, the point is, someday I'll get Shockwave. I'm afraid I'm going to get Ratchet at some point. Which breaks my rules, but he looks too good. Getting duplicate molds? Yeah, with masterpieces, limit itself to one copy of each mold. Just get rid of Ironhide. Yeah. I've never considered getting rid of a toy before. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a first for everything. It's a big step. It's a very big step. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we were doing that tonight. That episode's so good. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> 
Do you not? Oh, no, I do. It's just oh. I always worry what you guys are going to think. Because I thought other things have been good in the past and you've hated them. Oh. Like Armor Hero. Wait, no. I thought that was bad, too. Um, I don't know. Something will come to me eventually. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. 